Open Mix. How are you, Meredith? I'm great. How Thank are you? Thank you for coming in. Oh, what a it's pleasure. nice to see you. Stephen, I've never seen Stephen this excited. He is really excited to have you here. It's oh, my coffee, you. John. It? <laughs> it's my double espresso. Because you're such a star. You're such a star in the, in the real estate world. Well, that is very kind and to say. And Stephen's going to introduce you formally, but you're a visionary. Okay. Hi, Meredith. Hi, Stephen. It's so great to see you. Meredith Bear is uh, the owner of the eponious name Meredith Bear and Associates, which is a furniture staging company, which, as far as I know, is the first one and the, the, by far the leader in the field and um, many have followed and many have failed. And, you know, I think you got into it when nobody knew what it was. Including it, me. Right, and it'll probably take you, it probably took you a while to make money out of it. But we'll get into that. Uh, so Meredith will, will be speaking to us after we go through our brief real, real estate segment. headlines. Um, uh, so basically, do you know do you know the name of the show? Hope it makes. Yes. Have you ever heard that expression? I I don't tell me. Stephen, hope it makes is an expression in real estate when, you know, I'll say to John, you know, you you just open an escrow. Hope it makes. Ah. Uh, so wishing someone good luck. So. Ah. Uh, so uh, I like with, that. I'm going to use that. Yes, and it's a we're a real estate and a lifestyle show, and uh, the lifestyle stuff. That's where you come in. Um, but uh, before we, we get started, we, we usually get started with just some general headlines that we see in the news. So uh, big, 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 news, big news story that's out. Uh, a flash mob estimated at 30 to 50 people participated in a brazen daytime smash and grab robbery. Terrifying. At the Westfield Topanga Shopping Center at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Police said they used bear spray and left in sedans without license plates and estimate the losses between sixty dollars and $100,000. A similar incident took place August 8th at the UV St. Laurent. Did I say that right? Yeah. No. UV? UV? <laughs> what did I say? I thought you said Evie St. Laurent. UV St. Laurent store. Eve St. Laurent store at the Rick Crusoe-owned Americana at Brand in Glendale, leaving with an estimated $300,000 worth of merchandise. And on August 1st, a similar story, at least nine people hit the Gucci store within the Bloomingdale's at the Westfield Century City Mall. So that's... That is so wild. I know. Yeah. It's at least three of these crazy smash and grabs. This morning August. in the LA Times, they said that um, it's going to be con now considered organized crime. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, let them do something about How it. How are they yeah. going to get these Talk people? The, the security guards aren't allowed to do They're anything. They're not allowed to do anything. Um, How is this a real estate story? It's not. It's one Okay, I thought we were starting with real estate. No, we, don't, we do, typically don't do that. Well, okay. I thought we typically start with real estate interest rates, things like that. No. No, no you don't listen to the program? Okay, I do. <laughs> um, you know what's great about this is we have Mark Carlini here, and he cuts out whatever we want to cut out. Uh, the great Carlini. Yes. Uh, U.S. inflation has had a snowballing effect on family budgets. The typical American household spent, are you ready for this? $709 more in July than they did just two years ago to... To, to buy the same goods and services, according to Moody's Analytics. 
That is a staggering uptick. You know what's interesting about the inflation when when we're getting the current inflation rates, when we see 3.2% or 3%, we go, wow, that's great. It's only 3%. But that's on top of the 9, 10% that we've already had. So the example that somebody told me is you, you bought bananas at a dollar a pound and they went to a dollar 30 a pound. And then it's 3% a month after that $1.30. So now it's $1.50 or $1.60. Right. So right. It's, it's crazy out there. And anybody that shops knows that everything's more expensive. But the, the bad thing from my perspective is those prices never come down. Once, once the stores raise prices, they're very reluctant to lower them again. Because they know that they've got you. You've been, to, you've been buying the stuff anyway. Yeah, but $700, I mean, that's a lot of money. Unless there's a huge supply suddenly that they have suddenly, to get rid of. Or, or they control the supply and don't have a huge right. supply. <laughs> uh, my favorite Laker, Anthony Davis, has been re-signed to the Los Angeles Lakers. He has agreed to a three-year, $186 million contract extension. At $62 million per year, wow, this extension becomes the richest annual agreement in league history. Uh, Anthony Davis is an eight-time All-Star, and he is coming off a season where he averaged 25.9 points, 12.5 rebounds, and 2.6 assists per game. And he missed a lot of games, too. Yeah. He, he always, every year, there's 82 games in the season. If he gets 60 or 50, he's, we're lucky as fans. Uh, Meredith, big Laker fan? Well, sports are not my thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, move, moving on. Um, so uh, now it's time for our real estate news, uh, our typical format, Stephen. Okay. Um, wh the, what's the interest rate? The interest rates going are going up. The conforming 30-year fixed loan this week is at 7.375%, uh, which sounds very high. But um, Meredith and, and I are in our 70s. Yes. And we've seen interest rates all over the place. Oh, for sure. But, you know, the 50-year chart that we talked about a couple weeks ago, 6% is a great interest rate. People were spoiled with the three, but that's not coming back. Do you remember the early 80s oh, where it was 20%? I paid 18% yeah. on a house I bought. Yeah. And when that was happening, you had to get seller financing because sellers couldn't sell their house because people that's couldn't how get I loans. Bought, that's how I bought a house. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the seller had to provide uh, the first trust deed. Sure. Um, you know, I, we're not, hopefully we don't get to that point again. But the interest rates are high compared to what people are thinking about. Uh, the other thing that I do want to mention is that the mortgage Bankers Associates reported that the um, mortgage delinquencies are at the lowest rate in 43 years. That's good news. Yeah, they're they're at under uh, they're at 3.37 percent, which is the lowest in 43 years. A, a lot of that is due to people getting loans when they, they were so low, half and three percent. Yeah. Um, now I would think they're pretty high. Yeah. So, um, oh, one more piece of news, and then we're going to get to the to the heart of the show. Um, a report came out by the National Association of oh, there goes my phone. A National Association of Realtors, uh, Meredith. This is this is going to lead right into you. So they have done a list on the renovations that have the biggest return on investment. So 
Uh, the number one um, biggest return on investment, they say, is refinishing your hardwood floors. That's a 147% return on investment. I disagree. That makes sense to oh, me. Makes sense to Meredith. But we all have hardwood floors. Steven. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not everybody. New hardwood floors, uh, 118%. Uh, a new roof. A new roof, 100%, and a is that new the same as a that's roof. Not, that's not very glamorous, right. though. New garage door. Oh, please! You're reading. You're reading the average home, the four hundred thousand dollar home. What I'm reading is the report. And it, that's the report. It's based on. Uh, it's based on shitty homes. Insulation upgrade, 100 percent return on right uh, investment. Yeah, because everybody asks what the insulation is. HVAC replacement, 85 percent. A complete kitchen renovation, 75%. And oh, I would have thought that was that, higher. Right, in our, in right. our, that's what we're going to talk about because in our market, you know, they take all these national averages, but the bathroom renovation is right behind the kitchen renovation at 71%. Yeah. Um, but you know, everything people read is on a national level, but then we get into this market where practically everything is above $5 million, and of course there are no carpets on the floors. Right. And everyone, and then the first thing that has to happen, I'm sure, when people call you is kitchens and baths. Right, yeah. right. Although, I, when I bought my house, uh, they had just put in a new kitchen. Yeah. And um, you redid it. The first thing I did was rip it out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, but that's, you know, I've had experiences in, in remodeling houses where I put things in. And I, I had a house where it was a pool in a concrete deck, which is ugly. So I took it out and I brought in um, uh, broken concrete with grass in between. And I don't know, it cost me fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 to do that. And the person that bought the house called the guy that put it in and said, can you take it out and pour concrete? <laughs> you know, you don't, and, and this is part of your business. Uh, uh, you can't create taste for people. You can, you can be... Middle of the road, which probably is better than being severe. Well, we don't. We generally don't encourage people to do a lot of reservations. We said, let us do the cosmetic yeah. thing, and leave the renovations to the buyer. Right. And you know, save your money. You don't know if you're going to have a matching taste. People may want to, you know, do so. so should I do this? Should I replace this? And then the next buyer comes in and hates what you did. Exactly. And would have I, 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 I think the one good investment is paint. Right, of you course. You know, some just, fresh paint. Clean. 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 Right. But a simple And not palette. your favorite color if it's purple. Right. Just, yeah. you know, just a neutral, nice, clean look, both inside and out. Without right. question. When I, when I take a listing and somebody says, should I do this, should I do that, I always say no. Just, you know, paint and cleanliness. Right. And stage. Yeah. Oh, stage. And, and the, the hard <laughs> part is when they like their furniture and their furniture sucks. Oh well, my God! You know, you like, know, everyone I'll, loves their furniture. I'll tell you what you have to say in those please, circumstances. Please, what you have to say is, you know, your looks very sophisticated, but uh, not everyone's going to get it. And what we want is to appeal to the most people. I like that. How's that? How's that for a tip for any real estate people <laughs> listening to this? I like that. Can, it, it congratulate them on their sophistication, yeah. but say it won't necessarily work for them. Right. Masses. We want to appeal to the, we want the most possible and, number of buyers. And what is that? What are the key words that are the style that is appealing to the, 
the, the, the widest base? What, what, what are people seeing in homes right now? In, in terms of decor? In terms of decor, when you say this is what we're going to do, we're going to do these things. Well, I, I think in I think everyone. in general the the current trend is toward an organic, modern. So a lot of mm-hmm. you know natural fibers, woods, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then and then I of course love the eclectic look, right. which is a combination yeah. of styles that. Really, just things you love that yeah. you happen to like together. So it's warm, it's warm, organic, modern. Those are the exactly now. warm. People are looking for warm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the modern, the you know, the mid-century is still popular. There's still a lot of. You have to you have to fit the the right home for the. What was happening? Like what happened in my house is is this Hollywood Regency style was really going around with Kelly Wurstler, and we were living in a traditional ranch style house. Um, but you know, that, that's what was decided. And we went in there and did like this aluminum, you know, that, you know what I'm talking about, that silver looking, uh, wallpaper and the chandelier and it, it it just kind of didn't fit the house. So you, you have to kind of fit the, Did, did you keep it or did you change it? Well, we kept it, but we never had dinner in there. So, that's the way oh, that that's went. so sad yeah, it was there, was a, there was a rope in front of the room yeah, you could, the and not enter we had these like bright blue powder blue chairs and like within the first dinner there were like I, I destroyed it because I'm you know I'm kind of a mess after a couple drinks um, so <laughs> anyway so I, I have some questions for you or we have some questions for you first is um, tell us how you got started in house staging and what inspired you to become an innovator in this business? Well, I wish I could say I had this great idea and then followed through on it, but the truth is it was kind of an accident. I um, I had been a screenwriter for about 20 years, oh. and, and I had leased a house, but I was really getting sick of writing because you're in your room by yourself mm-hmm. day in and day out. And so I started to just want to go outside. I started gardening, and I started buying big pots and put trees in them and all kinds of flowers. And pretty soon the garden was calling to me. I just wanted to be out there all the time. And then I started fixing this house up that I was renting. And uh, the owner came to town and knocked on the door and said, I just saw from the front, it looks so beautiful. Could I look around? And he went, oh my God, I can't believe what you've done. And then he called me the next day and he said, you're going to have to leave. I just sold it. <laughs> so I had a hundred and then a light bulb went off. Yes. Okay. Well, well, no, a light bulb didn't go off okay. yet. No, nope. It was still. <clears throat> I'm a survivor. Okay. And I'm now homeless. Okay. And so I had a friend trying to sell a house, and I said, "Hey, how about I move my hundred potted plants over to the to the courtyard mm-hmm. and show people what it could look like?" And hey, how about I move my furniture over? Right. And then they could see. So you're a squatter. Room. Yeah, okay. and then I said, "How about I live there and I'll, you know, give you a discount." Yeah. Oh wow. You know. Yeah. And that um, was your first. That was my first. First staging. Yes, and it sold in two days Incredible. for a half a million dollars over asking to the head of one of the studios. Oh. And then um, the phone started ringing. Just oh. from that, they heard. From no, no, they were there. They saw it. They wow. said, "Would you move your furniture over to my place?" And I and I my answer was always yes. Whatever they asked, I'd say yes, and then I'd figure out how to do it. Wow. So so then I would move to the next house with my stuff. The same furniture? Same furniture. Okay. But then pretty soon I actually had two jobs. Two people wanted my furniture. So I would say yes Okay. and get paid, Mm -hmm. and then I would scramble and run around and ask every friend 
I had, could or I borrow this? Could I do that? Could I, I had furniture dealers. I said, could, you know, let me put in this house. Maybe it'll sell. Wow. And then the broker, the brokerage community started calling it staging. I wish again, I you could say, call it that. no, I wish I, <laughs> I wish I were that clever. Uh -huh. But, um, so, so then, I mean, then I just needed people. I went to the Home Depot and there were some guys there. They looked strong and I gave, you know, asked if they'd work for me. And yeah. then I had my movers. And then, uh, and then if you were standing there and uh, you looked like, you know, a nice person, I'd hire you. Wow. And so that was how it started. It sounds like you just did this brick by brick. And I you, did. You, it's interesting when you talk about how you built this business because you hear about you know, the, the bootstrapping component and, you know, it's sort of testing if this model is going to work. You didn't take a business plan, try to raise money to go buy furniture. You literally just went out and used your network of people. Exactly. And were honest about what your needs were. And right. Sure, yeah. And, and then, and then, um, uh, you know, I, I remember going to a banker and, you know, trying to borrow some money and they had no idea what I was talking about because yeah. I, I think it's I didn't new, know the lingo, I didn't, but I didn't know the lingo yeah. either, you know, and Maybe I was Steven. <laughs> funny joke, funny joke. <laughs> so, but how, how you, you, you got to a point where you had to have inventory because when somebody says, I want to stage my house, you have to have furniture available for that. You can't then go and exactly. try and find it. It's it, not it, your own furniture well, at that point. What I would do is I would take the profits from whatever job I had and uh, go out and buy furniture with them. Mm -hmm. And if I'd get paid up front, I'd go out and buy stuff. So that was the first year or two was just, you know, gradually building it. Accumulating. Yeah, accumulating things. And, you know, I started out with 500 square feet of warehouse. Well, first I was storing my extra furniture in the garages of the houses I had staged. And uh, the homeowners and brokers didn't like that because they wanted to show the garage. Yeah, right, of course. You know, not a bunch of furniture storage. Uh, so what was the, so then you got, you found some storage space somewhere. Yeah, like, you know, 500 square feet and then 1,000 square feet. Uh -huh. And then five thousand square feet, and then fifteen thousand square feet, and yeah. then forty. How much later did your first truck come along? Oh, my first truck I bought right away. So you needed a truck. Well, I, well, I think my first was a van because oh, I didn't okay. know what was coming. Because you see these, I see these trucks all over town. Meredith Bear staging. Do you know? I never thought trucks. I would be a girl who owned thirty-five trucks. Oh, my is that God. how many you have? Yeah. That is that, incredible. That's just what I own. Mazel tov. I mean, thank you. And, then, thank you, you. and <laughs> then you need to rent others. Yes. And then we need to rent others. And how, five trucks. Yes. That's amazing. How yeah. big is wow. your warehouse space now? Well, our, we have, I have a number of warehouses. So our, our largest one is 250,000 square feet. Oh. And it's furniture with stacked three, you know, with stacked three high. high. It's incredible. So that's the largest one, which is in um, Southgate area. I know. Way. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have, I kept my older warehouse. I own that one. And then I kept my older warehouse in Vernon downtown. Mm -hmm. And that's about uh, 50,000 square feet. And that's all manufacturing now. These are areas I've never heard of. Oh, you're not missing <laughs> yeah, that's, anything. That's, that's, that's because you don't have a poker problem. That's where all the casinos are. I'm, I'm there all the time. I, oh, really? I, I love I that. Your, I can get to Vernon in 20 minutes. Oh, I love uh, that. Um, I have to get the, the, so, the names. You got it. <laughs> so you must have you must have transitioned from well I know you transitioned but you transitioned from buying furniture to manufacturing your own furniture. Yes, yes, we actually we started out using like a local craftsman to make 
sofas and beds as we needed them. And then it just made sense for us to hire our own people to do it. And now I have just this whole warehouse of guys doing it. And we also started manufacturing in China and uh, other parts of the world and, you know, just bringing big containers over and it just became a this huge thing. It's but, but that's that's what keeps you that's what keeps you ahead of the competition, right? Because yes. because if somebody is getting into the business new, they don't have the inventory. The whole you know, background that, of what you that's have. the key. It's scaling up. I think I, what what happened is about two years into my doing this, other companies started popping up and mm -hmm. and they have cute stuff and it would be great. And then they'd you know, run for the hills because when you, what happens is once you start getting bigger, yeah. you have so many more issues. You have employ employment issues you have to deal with as you get larger. You have uh, um, just a million things. You need a lot more people mm -hmm. and it starts to become burdensome. And people were looking at your success and figured, I can do that too. Well, it is Ed and Linda looks, Marshall? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was friends with Linda Marshall. I know we'd go out and talk about staging and the, the problems and the cures and all of that. They were an early copycat. They were, and they're still around. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Their, their uh, daughter and son run it. Oh. Uh, I, under what name? Marshall... Uh, they have two names. One is like their higher end, one's their lower end. I think it's Marshall and then M. Okay, we don't need to publicize something, that. Some, okay, uh, but some, some initials. But they're lovely people. They're yeah. very nice, but I haven't seen their name yeah, around. But there were, yeah, there were a bunch of people that would pop up. We even, I even bought a couple of them over the years. So how, how um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think in, in the beginning I remember that a lot of the furniture looked very similar. You were doing dining rooms with all white chairs and you could right. walk you could walk into a house during that period and you could say, "Oh, this is Meredith Bear stuff." That's right. That's right. And, and then I assume the you Bear look. I, yes. Then I assume yes. the books on the shelf. Yes, yes, yeah, of the, course. The blanket with the chaise lounge in the Right, yeah. right. And I the know your moves. And you don't think I know your moves? Uh, you've got me down. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the gla we used to do like the, the, the reading glasses next to the <laughs> next to the bed and the you know, all of those kinds right. of things. Yeah. Um but uh it was it was fun and, and I we, you know, I started the business at fifty and I was I was, uh, and so this is our 25th anniversary. Uh, now you know how old I am. Wow. <laughs> but, you look but amazing. Thank you. You are much better than Steven. <laughs> just, okay, you guys, I think you guys are going to I'm fight. a man. <laughs> She's a woman. <laughs> I look damn good talk. for my age, just... John. <laughs> Come back and you're see really... Meredith in four <laughs> years and see <laughs> You're very angry today. So how, how do you, um, I mean, you don't go to the houses anymore. Well, I was going to say, in the beginning, I literally would be lifting furniture with the guys, yeah. and I would be installing every house myself. I would be the salesperson going out and bidding the job. I even physically wrote our first contract because I'd been a screenwriter. Right. So I literally wrote how this will sound good. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know what? A Did lot you of watch Legal Eagles and then <laughs> get, get into the. Well, I you know I didn't, but I was you know I had to do contracts all the time. You know when I was a writer, mm -hmm. and I just wrote how it would work. Did anything you've written? Have I known any of your work, uh, or, or oh, anything I, sold? Oh I, yeah, I sold. Well, I actually sold practically everything I ever wrote. Did anything get made? A couple things got made. Mm -hmm. uh, one, one, one in you know, the first one, which. She's gonna say like tin cup or something. No, like no, some no, huge no, 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 nothing, nothing. You, no, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. No, no probably not. Oh, you heard of Bull Durham? Go ahead. No, probably nothing you've ever heard okay. of. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one that I just worked for years on, yeah. the first one I ever wrote mm -hmm. and sold for a lot of money. Um, they they brought in a new director, and the first thing he did was fire me. Of course, they always do. But did and the then movie they get made. It got made, and it was. What was it? I, I went and threw up. Are you? Are you? Do you it not want called, to say? It was called Prisoners. Okay. I actually grew up at San Quentin Prison. My dad was a warden. Get okay. out! I did. Oh my I god! Lived there, I lived. I lived there till I was thirteen, and yeah, everybody. Wow. You lived at the prison? Yeah, I went what? to. I went to a one-room school. Not in a cell, John. Barely. Not in a cell. Bear ladies and gentlemen, from, the, from a prison to. Yeah, uh, to 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 staging the most beautiful homes in in several did cities. Did you befriend any prisoners? Well, we actually did, which is what my story was about. Ah, and it was it took place obviously in the fifties when times were different and there weren't gangs and you know all of that. And it was just about a friendship uh, with uh, this girl with with the, an inmate that worked at the house. But at any rate, they ended up just trashing it. And uh, I, 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 it happens. That's what that. That's it was a heartbreak. No one business. ever keeps the first writer. Are you still a member of the guild? I am emeritus. Oh, emeritus. Yes. So okay. Yes. Because we all know about the strike. Oh, I know. Oh, you know what? I met some of my best friends uh, walking the picket lines back in the day. How how has um, the? I, I assume that when the interest rates were low, you were able to accumulate uh, more. Furniture based on borrowing. Do you want to know? I didn't borrow. Cash. I, I honestly, cash, I call me crazy. Crazy. Girl grew up in a not, prison. It's a cash business. I, exactly. I didn't borrow money to grow my business. Uh, wow. First of all, you know, when I tried, they they just like they rolled their eyes. They couldn't understand what it was because there was no industry like that. Mm -hmm. So I simply took the profits. And to this day, I have almost no debt. Wow. And do, I, I'm too afraid to have it. Do you, do you remember you staged a big house on Bond Hill. And I was trying to put you together with my friend Tom Barrick. Yes. We were, he was going to figure out a way to take you public and, you know, really expand the business. I should give him a call. I don't think now you want to give <laughs> oh, him a call. Oh, that's right. I forgot what happened. Yeah. No, no. I actually did some interior. We did some interior design for him as well over the years. He's but a yeah, great I just, guy. Yeah, oh, what no, a wonderful man. Amazing yeah. person. Yeah. But I now recall he went through some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Meredith, your business has grown so much. You're, you're, I mean, I just looked you up real quick. You, ha you have staging businesses in several cities. Yes, we have. We are in my home state, which oh, is Connecticut. Yeah. Sure. Where, yeah. Where, let Mil me guess. Westport, Greenwich, Fairfield. Oh, oh not where our warehouses, but where oh, we work. Yeah, yes. Is that though? You're doing houses on the, the of, on that side of, of the of, state. Of course. Got it. But we're, our warehouses in Milford, so okay. you know we we always look for the cheapest. Of course, that's areas. A, yes. Closer um, to where I grew up, West Hartford. Yes, but, yes. So you're in, you're in Connecticut. You're and in, uh, and then we so we have a big warehouse there, and mm -hmm. then we have a uh, in Florida. In Florida, Palm Beach. Uh, well, we do everywhere. Everywhere, there. all yeah, over there. Okay. Yeah, I. Um, 
and then we uh, are in Northern California. That's incredible. Is, is it difficult to find good designers that you send out on a job? Well, it is hard. It is hard in that it's a very unique business. It's not like interior design where I can put on my high heels and my cute little dress, and you know, you get you're going to go work. Right. You know, you're going to be. The designer has it's to. A long do, day. Well, it's they're, a they're long day because they have limited access. You're I, directing yeah. a crew because yeah. you want to get it done quickly. And then, of course, you have the the seller comes in and says, "I don't like that." And then, which we discourage. We yeah. like to get feedback. We <laughs> like to get feedback up front, right? Because once we're once we're th there, once we're starting, we're running to yeah. the end. Yeah. So before and after are good for feedback, but yeah. the middle is not helpful. Right. Keep that in mind, John. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I remember you did a, a house that I had listed for Brad Gray and the Palisades. Yes. And the business manager wanted everything changed in the house. Right. That happens. Oh. That happens. I remember yeah. that house. Yeah. I actually did it myself. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, that was back in the day when I was still mm -hmm. staging. Yes. Mm -hmm. So back to back to the designers. The, the designers, do you, is there a Meredith Bear designer school so that you... It's a school of hard knocks. Yeah. It's... A, but I imagine if the designer's not good, then there's a lot of redoing of the interiors. Oh yeah, we have. But, but what's it'll last? I'm sure. Actually, I have designers that have worked for us for 20 years. Wow. Uh, and and uh, it is very very hard work, and I do find at a certain age, mm -hmm. I have a few designers that are about 60 now. Yeah. That are that I have them in the warehouse you know, um, picking, you know, just doing stuff that they can do there rather than having to be in the field. Mm -hmm. But it's tricky to find the right people because it's a very unique kind of work. And I think it's it's innate. Either you're good at it or you're not. Yeah. You know, you either have it, mm -hmm. which is how to pull a bunch of stuff together and figure out a, a fresh design each time, mm -hmm. or you don't have it. And it's different than interior design, really. So do, do you have enough... Like your stepdaughter is so talented. She's just super talented. No longer with you. I know, I know, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was good at it. And yes. she was good at the actual in-house experience with the guys bringing the furniture in. Yeah, yeah. No, she was good at everything from day one. Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah. Maybe she'll be back. Yeah, that would be great. You never know. Uh, if you, How do you do... How do you decide the difference between interiors for a, a country French and a white box modern? Uh, and do you have and do you have inventory that suits all houses? Well, that's the one thing I think that's unique about our company as compared to every other staging company I know about uh, is that we have every style of furniture in our warehouse. Because in the beginning, at that time when I started in '98, uh, there was. The traditional look—that's what people wanted. Yeah. It and antiques, and we even had you know some gold-looking stuff yeah. for certain jobs that people yeah. wanted. I love it, Stephen. Yeah, but we, <laughs> it's but just subjective. It you, is, you, but you be but, quiet. but our designers will sometimes take one of those French, you know, uh, gold chairs. We'll upholster it in white, mm -hmm. and she'll stick it in a bathroom in a modern house, and everyone and will go, work. "Wow, that's cool." Yeah. Or one of those big, big gold mirrors with lots of carving. Sometimes you stick it in a house, and it's just the thing that is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like they think, I would never would have done that. But we do have every look for every occasion. It's just that I think in recent years, even in a traditional house or 
you know, Regency House, whatever, people seem to want a, a more a simple look, a much cleaner look than in the old days. And, and what percentage of people buying houses that are staged with your furniture want to buy the furniture? Well, that's an interesting question. This uh, I want to hear because I just had this. Okay, so, yeah. so interestingly enough, last year... Um, was our best year. We did just under $50 million. Mazel tov. But a lot of it, we, we sold so much furniture mm -hmm. because of supply and demand. So last year, we, right. it was just flying out. Furniture was just flying out. And you were probably like not wanting to get rid of it because you need oh, it. You need we it. always want to get rid of oh, it. Oh, really? We can always That's get rid of it. That's not what they told me on the phone. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, go well, ahead. Tell me, what did they tell you? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, you finish. You finish. Okay, but... but um, more, I, I would say it progressively more and more people buy furniture, either completely furnished mm -hmm. or what is also happening a lot is they decide to lease it. Mm -hmm. You know, they might lease it for six months until their furniture they comes. Figured it out. Or or, they, or we have people who have leased it for 15 years. Mm -hmm. Wow, uh, that's When crazy. we get it back, they've paid for it three times and you, we throw you, it away. You did a condo for me in Century Woods where the tenant right. leased it for four and a half years. Right, right, right. They could have bought furniture. And but you know, a lot of people, certain names, I'm not allowed to, some famous not. people, yeah. I'm not allowed to mention them, but there, there's certain people that just don't want to be bothered. They just want the furniture there and they don't want to ever think about it Was again. it Prince? But, <laughs> but, but also... <laughs> My lips are sealed. Okay, fair Also, um, I think the people that buy a, a house that's staged want to get their own furniture, but it takes a long time to get the furniture. So they figure, I'll buy this and then ultimately uh, uh, supplement it with my own furniture. Right, there right. should be There should be a program to sell that stuff back to you when they don't want it anymore, where you buy it at a oh, deep no, no, discount. No, 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 no. No, we no, don't, no, 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 no. We don't want it back. No, 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 no. No, once, no, we, no. Sell, no, once <laughs> we sell it, you know, we're, we're already on to the next thing. That's our, that's what we do is like, we're always trying to stay three or four steps ahead mm -hmm. of where everyone else of is. And then everybody... That's like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, all the other staging companies suddenly copy us. Yeah. And at that point, we want to move on to you the next thing. have the next, thing. right? That's our goal. Good. You know, Meredith, the reason why your business exists uh, is you know, people walk into a house and it's empty. And they have zero vision uh, for, for what it could be or how it could be used. Uh, you, you take people that are able to afford these houses, they're great at their job. Uh, they know how to run a studio, but it, they doesn't mean, you know, That's exactly it doesn't mean that right. they see anything. That's so, exactly, everybody's good at what it is right. they do. So you walk in, what is the psychology? How, how do you see a place and say, I know how I'm going to get the guy who's going to buy this. I know what they want. How do, how do you walk in? What is the psychology that you're using? Well, we want it to feel welcoming. We want people to feel, oh, I could live here. Well, yeah, yeah I, relaxed. Mm -hmm. I mean, the best thing is if, you know, they sit down in a chair, mm -hmm. you know, but, but they, we want them to feel relaxed and welcome and feel, you know what, I could live here. Yeah. This is how I want to live. Right. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Right. So we look for all the little things that would make that happen. We want to set the lighting right. We yeah. want to, you know, just that little thing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm recalling that the, the cost of staging now is much less than it was when you first started. Well, do you know, it, it is simply, it's, it is because there's so much competition. 
and there's so the you know the new new companies that come in, they don't have the overhead, you know, because they don't have, they're not doing the quantity right. of jobs, they don't have the employees, and so they've started they'll bid lower, and then um, you know sometimes we're double. What but you must have lowered your cost due to manufacturing your own stuff too. Um, up to a point, um, up to a point, yeah. But but um, yeah. which gives you which gives you a head start on the competition because right. they're buying not at retail, but they're buying at higher prices than you're manufacturing. Yes, I, I you're know. not I'm, they're not the manufacturer. Exactly, you are. exactly. And also, you know, because we buy the quantity, we do. Right. We we get better deals. Sure. For sure. Absolutely. But I mean, I actually think the pricing's a little on the low side these days. It seems to be. Yeah. But, oh, I have another question for you. Yes. Now with the market slowing down, uh, how much on average are, is the furniture staying in the house than it used to when houses were selling in multiples and selling yeah. in a month or two? I know. You must have a great understanding of where the market is because well, you're getting might, a phone call to, to extend this for a month or sometimes well, it's going fast. It, it yeah. might be. Yeah. It, it, our experience might be different than yours because we still have houses that are flying off the market. Mm -hmm. You know, houses that... Well, under $5 million is still selling very quickly. Yes. But even we even have a number of houses like over that, you know, the high, really high end that sell fast now. But the, the super high end, I think, is a pretty quiet these yes, days. Yes, it is. Um, but um, we... We, I'm imagining you're saying that about really nice houses. Yes. That in that. You know what? It, it, if a house is, if a house is well priced, if and it's, it's priced, nice, and it's nice, it's, it's going to sell. There's buyers. Yeah. There's buyers. Well, yeah. not at every price. Oh, look at this. We no, have our first price. disagreement, not, ladies and gentlemen. Not at every price Steven, range. They're yes. not. You Let's can, give you Stephen can, a chance. What we're what we're seeing now is an exorbitant amount of houses that aren't selling that are coming on the market for lease. I mean, yes. huge amounts. Yes, of, exactly. The, the lease market was good for a while. Now the lease market is the most competitive market out there because there's so much more to choose from. So um, uh, people that don't have to sell will lease instead that's what, of that's giving what a house away. That's what we're seeing. Is We're seeing, right? I would say, starting what the end of last year or yeah. beginning of this year, <clears throat> Uh, many more houses are for lease than and are for sale. Do you furnish lease houses? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we Meredith we, is a gun for hire, Stephen. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So started we started with potted plants. What do you need? Yeah, exactly. You need it. Well, we have it. Um, no, we just have a luxury lease client who's been with us for fourteen years. He's on Mapleton, and um, uh, he just said he decided he wa he wants a fourteen foot outdoor dining table, a black one. Okay. Okay. You just try to find that. But we will, if we can't find we'll make it, you'll make if we can, it. We'll make it, or we'll find it in some other color and make it black. Is it know. baby face? No, but don't ask me anything else because you're getting too that's close. That's Charing Cross. That's, that's <laughs> around the corner from me. <laughs> um, right? But no, but he's, you know, we just always try to please him. He, we've, he, he's used us forever, and that's not the only house of his that we mm -hmm. have a luxury lease with. So for. Um, we have one of his in Florida, and we do his so, offices. So, but what you call a luxury lease is putting your furniture in for somebody else to actually live on the furniture. Yes, to okay. use. And the luxury lease is more expensive than the staging. Than the staging, like four times. Four times. Yes. And that's because. Be they're using it. 
and we expect you know normal wear and tear, whereas our stage furniture isn't being used. Right. And so once they've used it, we may not be able to use it again, or we might have to remake it in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a different, it's a different just, animal. It's like any other business. There's so many elements that the person that's not in the business is not aware of. Right, right. We're also asked, uh, we've been asked to do all kinds of events. We're just doing one now for Lamborghini, but just big events. They where just they... announced this morning that they're having an all-electric Lamborghini. Maybe that's what your event's for. Oh. Yeah. It's <laughs> exciting. I might need a couple what, of those. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the, um, like some of the real expensive houses and condos, they go to... Uh, uh, Gucci, they go to to I can't think of and all the other the boxes. all the other luxury names and get furniture made by by these people that aren't normally furniture sellers. Right. To me, it I don't. Out very dark all the time. Bulgari you know furniture. You know, like, I don't get it. I mean, I, it's kind of like like we're not making clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say do what you're good at, yeah. and I mean, if people want to have a you know like a a label on their furniture and yeah. that's what they want, then they get what they deserve. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they get they write a big, big check. Big check. And then they But get they're s- including it with the sale of the you know, house. Whenever oh. I, yeah. Yeah. That whenever whenever they're doing that, that property is being sold furnished. Right. So Boy, I've noticed you know, that's I- built into the overpricing of the unit. Right, right. And because I think that's generally overpriced when right. Yeah, it. it's it's silly pricing. Right, it is. And silly and pricing. if somebody wants to pay silly money, then they can go ahead and pay silly money. Yeah. But I think that they aren't necessarily going to enjoy the furniture more. It's not going to be prettier or anything necessarily because it has a label. What I've noticed with those is they date so quickly. Like they're just like right Isn't on trend that the truth? and you walk in and for the moment it looks really cool. And then when that house comes back on the market in three years, you can't even look at it. It just looks like you want to throw it all out. Trends are so yeah. funny, aren't they? And yeah. I mean, st- I mean, a lot of times that what's ever trendy, I would never in a million years put it in my house, yeah. my own house. Mm-hmm. I might put it in a house if yeah. somebody wants it, yeah. but but I wouldn't put it in my house. Yeah. Well, you know that that goes in line with all the white box spec houses. After two years, the square, the square, the square ones, ones yeah. after two years, when they go to resell them, they're worth less than what they paid for them. Oh, for sure. They just, they don't, they don't hold up and they're not brand new. There's a certain element of buyer that wants to buy a house that nobody's ever lived in before. Right. So that no longer qualifies for that buyer. And... It just it, they're gonna say, oh, those 2022, 2023 houses. Meredith, you're, tell us a little bit more about your business. You're in four different cities. You well, have well, well, we're actually we're actually we, we warehouse in four different cities. Uh-huh. But out of like out of our Connecticut warehouse, we we do all of New York and, and like New especially England. Manhattan, Manhattan. Yeah. and we also do Washington D.C. And you have how many employees? About 350. She has 350 employees, ladies and gentlemen. That's just, I mean, this is just an amazing success story from, from being homeless. Right. right? <laughs> yes. So you have 350 employees. And uh, tell me, wh- what if I ask you this, what do you think the word leader means to you? Because you're a leader. You're a leader. You're a team leader. What, what does that word mean to you? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what it means. Um, you're oh. definitely an innovator. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't. To me, how do you do it? How do you do it? Well, first of all, you get you get there first. Yeah. Okay. I think that helps. So that's so part of it is the timing. Yeah, I I I think when you're there first, you're Mm -hmm. you're likely to be a leader in in what you do. Right. Um, You definitely have a head start. Keeping the foot on the pedal. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Showing up, caring. Mm -hmm. Boy, the two of us make a great team. I know. Do you need anyone else over there? Because sure. Steven's getting boring for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come on over <laughs> to us. Yeah, leave him. Yeah, will you make? Will you make? Will you make him a decorator? Absolutely. I, I have so much flair. You don't even know. I can tell. Yeah, no, you you can't. You should have seen him yesterday. <laughs> and he doesn't have. He has a hat with a solar occasion. With I a solar a with a solar panel on top. No. And a fan. Built into the hat in the front. It's the most no ridiculous way. thing I've ever... Oh, sorry. I'm jealous. He has two of them. To, oh, my gosh. To make it in this business, God. Meredith, you have to stand out somehow. <laughs> I and think so. I do it by being a little bit cooler than the next guy. I see that. See? Yeah. Um, can we switch... From his little, own mouth. Can we switch a little bit to some tips and tricks for people listening to their in their homes? Sure. Or cars or abroad? Yes. Um, what are some quick, easy design ideas that we'd be surprised can make a big impact in a home? Um, well, I mean, I mean, you're talking about someone trying to sell it or someone, someone living. Someone just it? going to live. They're going to go decorate for themselves. What, what should they? What should they do? What's the low hanging fruit? Uh, the low hanging fruit, <clears throat> you know, fresh towels, fresh bedding, uh-huh. um, white. Yeah, yeah. I think always just to me, white, white bedding, white, white towels, towels, fresh. Got it. Um, taking down old draperies, letting uh-huh. in the light, mm-hmm. um, and and then just getting rid of as much stuff as you possibly just get can. get it out of there. Yeah. If the, the kid doesn't need 48 stuffed animals. Right. You know, let's let's just keep it at their favorite 10. Right. You know, and, and it, same with everything. everything. So just get yeah. less stuff, declutter. Yeah. You know, give yourself some room. Yeah. You know, there's so much... Um, People go and buy new furniture, and the cost is X. And yes. then for really nice used furniture, the price is so much lower. Where, where are some great places that people can go pick up nice used furniture for themselves and sort of try to get by uh, and and do it in, and do it at less money? The Meredith Bear Warehouse in Vernon. Yes. No, actually, actually on I'll, se- I'll drive them there. Actually, on September 9th, we're having a big sale at... Ah! Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, everybody. Yes. But I would, I would say... Uh, 5% off if they mention the Hope It Makes podcast? Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> um, I, I would say, you know, Google consignment stores uh-huh. in your area... And then um, I love I love the flea markets. So I Pasadena. Like, sure. Oh, yeah. Rose Bowl. Absolutely. Are you there all the time? Love it. That'd be a great field trip with you. We'll take we'll take some of our guys, some of our crew, mm-hmm. and they'll as we with buy they'll take it. You have yes. Trucks, yeah. Sure. Okay. And then and then I love uh, the auctions. I bid you know actually Thursdays there's Abel's here mm-hmm. in L A, uh, but I love the auctions. You find some treasures that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and look for sales. Right. I'm thinking of a very funny story. Here we go. My last divorce. I remember I, that. I, my last. <laughs> my, had three. My, had my last divorce. Um, Hope springs eternal. Let's go. Meredith bought some of the stuff in the house. From your yeah. I remember this. And then Taylor staged the house because I was leasing it. And some of the stuff that I used to own came back in the staging. <laughs> 
It was it was bizarre. Yeah. I'm glad someone got the best of him. But I also remember, didn't you, didn't we buy a rug of yours that you just couldn't stand to be without? You wanted to buy it back. Yes. <laughs> rugs, rugs. I have a rug question. For okay. You. Rug dealers. Yes. You go into a rug store. You have no conception of what the value of that rug is. Well, especially uh, handmade. That handmade Persian rugs, whatever. You have no idea. It's not like going into the Mercedes store and there's a price on the window and you get the best price you can. With with the last two rugs I bought, the guy, the guy said, you know, this one's 30,000, this one's 25,000, 55,000 for the two rugs. I said, I, I, I'm not paying that. So he said, well, what, what do you, well, I'm not going to do that. well, what do you want to pay? How about 10? <laughs> I said, I said 15. He goes, okay. <laughs> but you have no, you have no, there's, there, and, and then they always put the going out of business sign yes, in the true. window and it stays there forever. Do you know, I they're think never it's, going I think out of business. It's a bit of sport in that industry. It's kind of the negotiating is kind of a sport. Well, it's, it's expected. My, yeah. my sons and his girlfriend are going to Turkey on Friday. And I said, if you don't negotiate in the bazaar, they have no respect for you. Right. It's true. It's true. But yeah. what a business that, that, that antique rug business oh, is. Yes. I, oh, yes. I went to, uh, uh, a few years ago, I went to Turkey and, and uh, this, go. this friend took us into a great rug store, fifth generation. And all they did was buy what were called marriage rugs because when somebody got married, one side of the family or the other had a rug made for them and that was it. And this guy would go around the country buying the marriage rugs when people needed money. And he's throwing out rugs and he's throwing out rugs. And I finally said, well, I love that rug, but let's get to the serious question. (laughs) How much is that rug? And he says, well, where do you live, Los Angeles? It will be to you by the time you get home, and I will give you a guarantee that I'll buy it back at the price you paid for it. I said, tell me how much it is. And he said, $1,200. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going, whoa, because I'm used to this yes, stuff. Oh, yes, Rugs yeah. drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, is, uh, it, it is a sport. You have to just be in, you have to kind of get into the game and do that and you know, start and walk to walk out. out. Right. Walk out. Yeah, yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Speaking of, of rugs, yeah. yeah. Design-wise, this is my hair. This is not a rug. <laughs> no, no, my, I, I can use one. Um, speak, speaking of, of rugs, design-wise, where's, where's a great place if someone's decorating their home, they've, you've sold the home, they've pulled all the Meredith Bear furniture out, and they're going to go design uh, this interior. Where's a great place to save money, and what's a worthy splurge? God, that's a good one. Okay, well, on. well I think this, I, I mean, I think you want to splurge on a on a good sofa. Sofa. You know, I think for that comfort or for just but both. Just I, I think you it's I think the furniture that you have in your living room, the seat seating furniture is yeah. you you don't really want to skip like there. To see? What's your I mean you're working on the space do you like do you have a look that you're just like you can't go wrong. You go go with this kind Well, of for house. me, ever since I was in college, it yeah. was a white sofa. Where did you go to college? At University of Colorado Boulder. Okay, wow. Well, oh, I had a daughter go there. Party school. I had a daughter go there. And by the way, I have to thank you because my daughter is an archer girl and i know oh that God. yes and i know that meredith bear has done so much for that school so thank you oh, from thank you the bottom of my daughter goldie's heart oh i, know that you're, you're I like love that i love you school. find it do you know it, it was really interesting one of my neighbors uh had two two daughters mm-hmm. 
and one was incredibly pretty and really outgoing, mm -hmm. everything. The other one was just very shy. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I saw the younger one one day, and she was this outgoing, bubbly. I said, what happened? What, right. And he said, she changed school. She went to Archer. Uh -huh. And I went, oh, my God, i got to see the school. Yeah. And um, I went over and visited, and they had... The girls could take everything boys could take. They had, they were in shop. They were in this and that. It was just this wonderful, joyous feeling there. Yeah. And I uh, I gave a million dollars and wow. got wow. on the board. And wow. I, That's I, nothing to her, Steve. But I, but I, 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 That's I, something like to everybody. I've, re I've redecorated a lot of the offices. It's I, beautiful. And then there's this that gorgeous yeah. parlor in when you first enter on the right. Of course. I redid it's that so great because looking. it was such a beautiful It room. looks like Harry Potter in there. Yeah. And Miss English, what a leader she is. Oh, she's fabulous. Yeah. Does yeah. anybody go down to the basement where they used to put uh, from, it used to be a rest home. Thank oh. you, Stephen, for bringing no, up no, the no. tone actually, where it needed no, to be. No, the school, you. actually, yeah, used, it used to be a, a, a basically a assisted living for retired yes. for older women. Yes. And uh, actually, the basement now, actually, there's a, a theater down there, which ah, they, okay. is the, the Meredith Bear. Ah, the, yeah, nice. The, or I think it's the Bear Theater nice. or something like that. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's take Meredith out of this now, because she's been so good it's so long. About? It's a long time. No, we, I, it's time for her speed round, Stephen. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not <laughs> speed round. Yeah. Speed round. Yeah. Um, all right, so this is the part that I'm really not good at, but it's, it's kind of... I probably won't be good at it either. All right, we're just going to try One to word. <laughs> I'm going to try to get to know you a little bit more. Um, uh, aside from work, what are some of your hobbies? Uh, playing with my grandson. Okay, that's Playing a good with one. my cat. Where are they? Are they here? Uh, in, yeah, Topanga. Okay, perfect. And uh, playing with my cat, Tiggy, mm -hmm. that actually Stephen's stepdaughter found for me and gave me. And, Women uh, with cats. Yes, yeah, she has like 30. And then um, gardening. Oh, that's a nice hobby. Still, been, so you've that's had where that you started. Uh, um, uh, do you, do you believe in aliens? Uh, no. You're another one. Uh, you didn't see that the the report that the guy came in front of Congress and said that the the Pentagon has uh, aliens that uh, they have the life forms. I did not. That's what they said. I better read about it. Maybe yeah. I'll change my mind. Yeah. What are some of your favorite things about Los Angeles? The fact that it is supposedly a city, but mm -hmm. it's really a bunch of villages all yeah, connected. A lot of communities. That you just that every five miles there's a different village. Right. And that that's it's, a great answer. And it's everything. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, Netflix and chill, or Javier's in the AMC in Century City. Netflix and okay. chill. I don't blame you. Javier's uh, is you so any, overpriced. Do you have any uh, shows that you're watching? Are you a, sh are you well, a movie I love, person? Oh, well, I, I love Wars. all of the British uh, 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 crime I shows. agree. I agree. Oh, I'm, but I'm not surprised, Meredith. <laughs> and they're usually <laughs> only six I, because episodes. Of, because of my background at San Quentin, you mean? No, just because you're just so elegant. Of course you're watching British TV. What do you want with this American crud? Um, Mark, our handsome sound engineer, is single. Where, where should he be hanging out to meet someone really special? I think Jim. A gym? A gym, uh-huh. Yeah, I think a gym. Um, you Raya, know, like, Tinder. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's looking no. for offline. He's a you know, quality guy. I, I, think that, I think young people need to just go out and meet people, and I think... Enough of the online stuff, you know. Just go out, go yeah. wherever. Especially during COVID, all 
All the young people never had an opportunity to meet other people. I've been telling him the farmer's markets. Oh, that's a good idea. Also, the Tesla charging station in Santa Monica. <laughs> um, do you, do you, you're, you have so much style and you have so much uh, elegance and great ideas. What are some of your favorite gift ideas for a client? Um, okay, lemons from my lemon tree. Okay. Um, that's and, nice. And um, it's like a peace offering or something. Yeah, a, a good throw. A nice throw. Yeah. Who makes the great throws? Oh my God, there's Ralph so many. Ralph Lauren, the cashmere one, about seven hundred bucks. Oh well, but but I mean, we can we know we find them all over the world. So uh -huh. we'll find. I mean, something unusual that other people don't have. Okay. Just a wonderful well, cashmere and, can't get better than that. No. But a nice throw to me is like a perfect gift. Okay. And what's next for Meredith Bear? Um. Well, that's a very good question. Definitely more time with my grandson. Uh -huh. Do you like to travel? Do you know, I traveled so much my whole life okay. that uh, I don't like the process of traveling. Well, who does? But, I like, but you can fly I like, private. But I like being there. Okay. Yeah. I like where, being other places. And, and being where? Where's your ideal vacation? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, definitely Italy. Come Italy. on. Mm, you know. That's Stephen's favorite. I he know. likes to pretend he understands the language. I, I do. I do. <laughs> Well, all restaurant language, I understand. Oh, I mean, honestly, you can't have a bad meal anywhere in Italy. Of course. If and you stop at a gas station, they have oh. a little counter with... I haven't done that. You no, know, but honestly, you can't have... <laughs> well, Max, Steve, Max, who's normally with us, would beg to differ, but I believe you. Okay, yes. Um, any, any weekend getaways? Any, do, you, do you get in do the car know, ever? I don't like leaving my house. Oh, I, okay. I built a home that... that to your taste. Just, I, yeah, that I love. And what I, village do you live in? Yeah. Oh, I live in uh, the Brent, uh, the Sullivan Canyon area of Brentwood. Oh my goodness, Brentwood. the horses! Yeah, so well, I'd love to see it. So Maybe the two come of over, us, you guys, yeah, yeah, no, come so over it's, with a so fresh lemonade Sunday, from your lemon tree. Well, actually, it's what I make. See, it's a, what I see you around three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining this us. This was great, Meredith. This was so much fun. That was fun. Yeah. We're gonna. We typically end with uh, one with a pet peeve. And, Steve, and I have one. Stephen always has one. I hope if Meredith you, doesn't think, think it's inappropriate. Of course it is. Stephen, uh, if, if you... I, I get cut out a lot because I'm deemed inappropriate. But this is an interesting one. And a woman's take would be, we have four men here. A woman's take would be interesting. Underwear. Men's underwear. His favorite. Uh, I wear boxer briefs. You here, brought your here, underwear? Well, I have to show. Did you know we so were here? Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the, here's so the dilemma. You, you undo your pants and you want to urinate, okay? Right. They put this thing in here, and then there's a, a thing in the back, right? So are you supposed to, like, lift this, take your penis out, put it in the back? Why, why do you need that? Just pull down the front of the pants. You know, that's a real dilemma. It is. But you know what's so stupid about it this? It is. Pet Look at this. You go, you, here. Look, you go, I can't even, look, you got to go up Meredith, and then down. Meredith, Meredith, you should teach a course. Meredith, this is This is John Meredith right here. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Meredith, this is why this is such a dumb uh, pet peeve. Because let's say he buys one pair of underwear. He just says, God, this is a weird flap. This isn't the underwear for me. There's a million. Yeah, Not without the fly. Yeah. They all have this. 
Do you know who makes the best underwear in the world? According to you? This brand, I haven't bought a pair because it's too expensive, but you can go over there and look at it. It's right over there. Uh, perhaps, Stephen, I'll walk over What is you. it? I think it's called Hanro. It's like from Sweden. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Do you know, That's underwear. Do you know Let me tell you. I, but I, I wear... Uh, like let's get, I have let's hear it, Meredith. No, yeah. I have their pajamas. Mm -hmm. And workout is it, clothes. Is that fabulous it's so stuff? soft. Mm. I love it. Yes. One of my favorite brands. Absolutely. Um, all right, I have a pet peeve. So Mark, our sound engineer, Mark Carlini, who's just a, a, a terrific guy who comes in and, and helps us with this. Uh, we There's a picture with uh, uh, Los Angeles Angels, which is in Anaheim, which is not really the stadium that we would normally go to, but this guy is a, is a sensation in baseball. His name is... Shohei Otani, did I get it right? Shohei Otani, he's from Japan, and he's the biggest star that Japan's ever had. And what makes him so famous is he hits and he pitches, which just doesn't happen in that sport. So I wanted to see him play. And as soon as I get anywhere near the stadium, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the Cracker Jacks because like, that's what you get at a baseball game. So you know, what they, they've taken the Cracker Jacks, which was this great... Uh, product. By the way, the taste is still great. It was in a cardboard box. Do you remember those yeah, cardboard with a boxes? Little, with a gift. They're, now they're putting them in a little like potato chip pouch, <laughs> and you open them. And it used to be that you would get like a bunch of sticky uh, caramel coated peanuts in there, and that was like you know the best part of it. And I guess they cheaped out, and there's like two peanuts in there. Oh no, oh, they can't. That's peanut awful. allergies are so prevalent. No, that's but they're why still they no, they're still in there. But oh. there's just like a few of them. They're like they've figured out they're saving money on the Cracker Jacks, and that's this why is, that is this, the saddest story. This is why John's life is sad. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot of reasons why my life. But is Shohei Otani may be maybe well, the greatest player ever, not just the great right. out of Japan. Yeah, I guess his his what's his rookie card going for? His rookie card is like. Uh, any condition, a specific rookie card is going for like $10,000. So there's kids that are like opening up baseball packs and you see them, they get a Shohei Otani and they like, you know, hit the roof because they're rich off of this rookie card. So anyway, it's an, that's like one we ask about, I asked about the exciting things about Los Angeles. We have so much we can do here. I love and the it city. Goes, it goes all the way to Anaheim. There's cool yeah. stuff down there. So Yeah, Disneyland. <laughs> Don't ever... Take me to Disneyland. Oh, I love it. There's that, what's that one where they fly? It's the virtual reality one. I don't but we'll go one time. Um, <laughs> Meredith, thank you so much for joining us. You're such a, a, a visionary and an amazing presence, but yet you're just, you're just so warm and engaging and humble. I, I see no jewelry. If, a regular if, person. If I, if, if I was you, I'd be dripping in a one-of-a-kind one of Rolex, <laughs> but to each his own. And thanks so much for coming in to Hope It Makes, and we're wishing you nothing but uh, success uh, going forward. Thank you. This was okay. so much fun. It was fun for us, too. All right, that's okay. it. Thanks a lot. Great. Thank you. Steven, thanks for bringing in the <laughs> Hope it makes. Oh,